Welcome to Best Behavior Creative Club, a Design Sensory Original production. I am your host, Chris McAdoo. And I'm Brad Carpenter. I love it. We are here and we are live uh, from the Governor's Conference on Tourism and Hospitality for the state of Tennessee. We're live at the Music City Center and I am super happy to be joined by Mark Adams and Chad Netherland from the Gatlinburg CVB. I'm going to go one by one a little bit. Mark, I'll start with you. Tell the good people a little bit about yourself and what brought you to uh, Gatlinburg. Well, uh, I have been here about three years, literally three years now in Gatlinburg. But I grew up outside of Atlanta, and it was pretty much a requirement for us to go on vacation to Gatlinburg every year when you grow up in Atlanta. So I was always familiar with this area, loved the area, and uh, I was also incarcerated, as I say, in Orlando for 12 years. <laughs> so, and when you're incarcerated in Orlando, you need some place to go and escape the summer. So and break we, out. Yeah, and break out. So we would always come here on vacation in the uh, summers, even when we lived in Orlando. So about three years ago, uh, got a call from a headhunter and said, uh, hey, what about Gatlinburg? And I was like, hey, I would actually talk to you about Gatlinburg. So it's been great. And then I get to work with people like Chad here who yeah. market the destination. You're the short straw for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, tell us about yourself. Uh, so I, I've worked in the entertainment industry for a very long time, and in the last uh, seven years now, I've, I've come to work for the Gatlinburg Convention and Visitors Bureau. Previous to that, I worked for Ripley's, believe it or not, and uh, cool. did a lot of promos for, for Ripley's and Guinness Book of World Records and a lot of crazy things like that. So I've, I've worked in a lot of major destinations, but on the attraction side, and Gatlinburg is, uh, is very near and dear to my heart because we used to travel there. I'm originally from Biloxi, Mississippi. Okay. All my family would also travel to Gatlinburg uh, and have a lot of family there and uh, spent a lot of time in a lot of other cities and uh, eventually found myself back there and uh, my daughter's there and it's, uh, it's a great place. Well, that's fantastic. So you guys, uh, if you've been here for three years and you've been here for seven kind of as part of the convention bureau, you've seen a lot of chains and a lot of challenges, right? We have, but you know, I think it's, um, people have been coming here for generations for the scenic beauty of the mountains. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gatlinburg is obviously nestled right there at, at the entranceway to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, the most visited national park in the country. In fact, we heard a little rumor that they're probably gonna see over 12 million visitors into the park this year. 12 million. And 12 with a million. Google, you might realize that it's the most visited national park in the world. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> Google it. It's worth so. a Google. But uh, so Gatlinburg has always been a great family destination. Uh -huh. But I think with um, Chad's background in marketing and his expertise, and then I actually came from the concert promotions and uh, artist okay. management world. So I think we bring a different um, slant to marketing uh, destination. So we didn't really grow up in the traditional marketing a destination like most people do. So we like to do things really differently than most people. <laughs> right. So it's a great thing. Well, I love it. So what are some of the, the things? I, I love that you're coming from the concert promotions especially mm -hmm. because what that says to me is that you are caring about that experience. What's it like to be there? What's it like to the, be around? The talent world is such a huge part of Gatlinburg. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes a lot of sense. You nailed it. We're selling the experience. Yeah. You know, we really are. And the experience is different for everybody, you know, depending on what demographic they're coming from, what part of the country they're coming from, and, you know, what kind of uh, family heritage they might have had there. They, they, we're, we're bringing back old family memories, and we're not just selling great destination attractions. We're, we're selling the, the whole experience and really allowing a lot of these people to reconnect with their childhood and then, and then bring kind of the, the family tradition of traveling. Yeah 
yeah. Yeah. back to where they, they grew up. And we know? do have um, we do have generations have been coming. More and more family reunions are being held in Gatlinburg. But also our fastest growing visitor is the I have never been to Gatlinburg or the Smoky Mountains in my life visitor. Yeah. And really? uh, where are those where are those folks coming from? A lot Chad, of different places. Where are they coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Funny so, you should ask. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. I mean, uh, one of our fastest growing market segments are major metropolitan cities like Nashville and Atlanta. Huh. And 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 you you look at the influx of like Nashville. We're here now. I think the city said that 35 new people move into this market each and every day. Wow. And so that's a new visitor to potentially Gatlinburg whenever yeah. they want to get yeah. away. So uh, we do see that trickle effect. And majority of the people who travel to us are traveling from not just inside the state, but we have multiple feeder markets that they come from. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah, if your listeners will go to Visit Gatlinburg, that's our official website. Yeah. But uh, we get over 5 million visitors a year to visit Gatlinburg. Yep. Visit Gatlinburg.com. Yeah, Gatlinburg.com. And um, Chad can tell us like some of the top 10, but usually one, two, and three is Atlanta, Nashville, and Chicago. Yeah, Okay. exactly. And Cincinnati, Lexington, Louisville, there are a lot of our feeder markets that, that they come from. But we see a lot of people that come into the area now, like like Mark said, that have never been there before. And it's uh, it's interesting to see what it's like now versus the last couple of years with a, a lot of new development in town. So it's, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the game has really stepped up. <laughs> well, speaking of stepping up the game, last night there was a big fancy gala. Yep. Yes, um, And at that gala, the Gatlinburg Skylift Park was named Attraction of the Year. Absolutely, for the entire state of Tennessee. Right. So you guys, the company that you keep <laughs> in Gatlinburg is pretty awesome. Yeah. It makes our job easy because there's always something new to promote in Gatlinburg. Whether it's a new hotel, a new attraction, renovations going on, the beauty, the scenic beauty of the national park. But the Skylift and the Skylift Park now, right. as it's known, as you know, is it's, it's home to uh, the longest sky bridge in North America. Right. And Design Sensory really helped out that attraction this year and got us national exposure. Uh, from all over the world. I won't even say the country, really yeah. all over the world. Yeah. So oh, we thank were, you for that, We're really, really proud of that. <laughs> yes. really, really. Yeah, we are <laughs> wondrously we're still, happy. We're still glowing. We're yes. beaming from that. <laughs> yes. So. And we're just glad, like you said, when people are doing amazing things, it makes your job a lot easier. True. Yeah. You know, when people are already out there with the right intentions and with the right stuff, like it makes our job talking about yeah. it and relating to people in different yeah. ways a whole lot easier than having to make stuff up. Absolutely. Well, you know, and, and there's a lot of passion and heart in Gatlinburg. So we've got a lot of attractions, such as the Skybridge that we just talked about and the Skylift. That's three generations have been involved in that attraction over 60 years. And then we have equally Ober Gatlinburg is a ski resort there, and four brothers run it right now, and their father started it. And we have hoteliers that have been, they're up into the second and third generation yep. and some of the retail shops. And it really becomes a, a family unit there and everybody's pulling for each other to succeed. You've got a little bit of competition, but the mentality in Gatlinburg is we want the visitor experience to be first and foremost. So whether you're a restaurant, a hotelier, or attraction, everybody wants each other to do good. So we're all pulling for each other. It's a great atmosphere. I love it. Well, kind of talking to you, Chad, I love the multi-generational aspect, but when you're saying that there's a lot of brand new visitors, 
is so what are some of the opportunities and challenges in the way that you guys have responded to those new audiences? Because you guys have both said you're willing to break stuff and try new things. What are some of the ways that you communicate? Yeah, I think some of the new things that we're going to be looking at is, is talking to those markets individually. Where traditional marketing, you would talk to the mass markets, mass media. You would talk to, you know, just one broadcast. What we really want to do is talk to the specifics into those individual markets. I mean, our message right now is the mountains are calling. It's our branded tagline. We love it. You've seen it on a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we want to get more specific. We want to say, hey, Nashville, the mountains are calling. Oh, uh, cool. Okay. You know, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We really want to dial down in to get to those specifics of people, what they like, and, and try to show them, you know, if it's video or if it's uh, whatever it is that they're interested in, that if it's something that, that connects the dots to a great experience in our town, we want to pair that for them. No, I love that. I, yeah. I think that's one of the big challenges, but also one of the biggest opportunities, particularly with, you know, quote unquote, social media. Absolutely. Is you can speak so well to a specific audience. Yes. But to be able to do that, you have to understand that audience. How do you guys do outreach and research? How do you guys know your audiences? You know, it is interesting in the way that you phrase that because our audience, a lot of times, they really know us. And so Uh it is such a high repeat market in that the name and when you look at so many people who come back year after year after year, it's interesting how you can put out just a couple of small things and they really respond to it. The return on that investment for you know brand loyalty is huge in that market, yeah. and probably more so than any of them I've ever worked in, just because of you know the recognition and the even social media photos and things. Um, you know, we we could arrange a professional photo shoot, bring in top paid photographers, spend two or three days. And if we post some of those photos on social media, sometimes they don't get the reach or the likes or the shares. Then just, you know, we've got a person on staff who will go out and we we tease her. We say she can go out and take pictures of moss and it'll reach like hundreds of thousands (laughs) of people. Or a waterfall. But again, but I think the difference is, is she's been with our organization almost 20 years. She understands it. She understands it. And she's been coming to Gatlinburg her entire life. And uh, she knows what's going to relate to people. And like Chad said, you know, our visitors are our best um, selling tool for us. Amen. And, you know, it makes our job much easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an influencer guy, so I love influencers. I love working with them. And then one of the biggest things I do when I work with them is to find their passion points, what makes them excited. Yep. And when they post that, it gets so much more impression, so much more engagement than them just posting a selfie behind a mural with duck face or whatever they're doing. (laughs) But if they found their passion points, it really gets traction because it's authentic. Yeah, Yeah. in Gatlinburg too, we have the Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. Yeah. And I think two out of the last three years in the USA Today poll, it was voted the number one aquarium in the country. So there are certainly much larger aquariums than the one here, but you won't find a better aquarium. And, you know, the readers that vote in that poll, I mean, they are our loyal visitor and they're very passionate about it. And they work for us helping to get attractions like the Sky Bridge and the, you know, the aquarium and things like that. But, you know, we also have Guinness World Records Museum in there. Speaking of world uh, records, yes. yes. (laughs) Chad, what can you tell us about world records? Oh, I got a a, a few things possibly. (laughs) Um, It it is interesting. You're talking about the collection of attractions and things that they have in town. The entire town is only a few miles long, and most people don't realize that Gatlinburg gets over 10 million visitors a year and only has about 4,000 full-time residents. And when you look at the collection of just world-class attractions and things to do in a town that's two miles long, it's ridiculous. Like, the aquarium is the fifth most visited aquarium in the world. 
and it is right there in our in our little hometown. It is truly and, and amazing. And Chad's also being modest. Chad <laughs> is actually an eleven-time Guinness World Record holder. Excuse me. Yes, that is true. Yes. Come again? Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> Eleven times. Eleven What's your times, favorite yeah. world record that you hold? Uh, probably the longest duration to hold back two airplanes from taking off in opposite direction. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. So you <laughs> held it means I was chained between two airplanes trying to take <laughs> off in opposite directions, and I and I held them back for a, a minute and sixty-six one hundredths of a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got to follow that up with your second favorite one then. <laughs> um, probably the fastest time to break 50 blocks of ice by hand, though. So you're a superhero. You're. This is literally I, I, like Avengers yeah. training. Yeah. yeah. I'm so actually every, time, every time this gets brought up, everything action, takes uh, a big figure. left turn. So. <laughs> Chad the X-Men. I didn't know. Yes. I, didn't know this, I can't incredible. get the superhero landing. It's bad yeah. on the knees, you know, according to Deadpool. So. <laughs> that is amazing. And, you know, we are here live in Nashville, Deadpool. as you said, and one of our favorite attractions, a lot of times the visitors, and we'll uh -huh. get back to Chad, but a lot of times the visitors have no idea where they're at. Yeah. They come to the beauty of the, of the Smoky Mountains, and they don't realize if they're in Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville. Back to Chad, though. Chad is, um, he's got a lot of uh, records that have never been broken. True, yeah. I have, uh, I have two records that have stood for 13 years. Okay, what are those? Uh, Gotta know the, them. The, uh, the fastest time to bend 10 nails by hand and the airplane record. They both stood yeah. for almost 13 years. This interview has taken an interesting turn. <laughs> That's why they want to bring it up. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, no, I understand. You probably talk we'll about it We'll bring it, time, it back, and really I do want to be cognizant of your guys' time and everything. So I want to bring it back to, um, to Gatlinburg. And I can't ask you about Gatlinburg without asking about how you guys rose up and responded to the fires. Wow. Right? Yeah. Wildfires, November of 2016. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, pretty devastating. Uh, 2,500 structures burned to the ground, yeah. 14 lives lost. But we really rebounded faster than we thought we were ever going to. Yep. And it goes back to that passion and heart that we all spoke about. First of all, the town was closed for 10 days. Yeah. And when we reopened, we had visitors that had been coming there for generations. And when they would show up, we would talk to them and we're like, well, what made you come back now? And they said, we just had to see for ourselves like that our favorite restaurant, our favorite hotel, our favorite candy kitchen was still there. And they really took it personal. And, you know, so much support from not only the surrounding area in East Tennessee, but Nashville, the state of Tennessee really helped us with some advertising to get the word out that Gatlinburg did not burn to the ground. And in case you didn't know this by now, Sevier County, they were number three as far as tax contributions to the state of Tennessee. Wow. So behind Davidson County, which is Nashville, and Shelby County, which is Memphis. Okay. So we're number three. So in perspective, if you take four and five, which is Hamilton County and Knox County, which is obviously Knoxville and Chattanooga, those two counties combined don't equal the tax revenues of Sevier County. Wow. Right. Yes. Well, let me follow that up with a question I think you guys can really shed some light on is a lot of our conversations have revolved around the economic impact of tourism. Mm. And what have you guys seen? Like you're talking about tax revenues, but what does it mean to have a strong, not just economy, but what does it mean to have a strong culture? What does it mean to have a strong community? Again, I think the average visitor, they have no idea if they're in Gatlinburg, Pigeon mm -hmm. Forge, Sevierville. So again, we work very closely with our sister cities, 
and we do a lot of co-op advertising to really market the area and the destination mm -hmm. because while each city has its own unique attractions and a, a feel to it, we also have to work together to market the destination together. Sure. So for example, I just heard this statistic last week, <laughs> more people visit Sevier County than visit the entire state of Hawaii every year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so just the people that come into town, they're visiting restaurants. They're contributing to that economy. Absolutely. Every day. Yes. And also, when you talk about economic impact, we're also assisting other counties as well. So if a lot of our visitors come from the north, they come from the Cincinnati okay. yeah. and down 75, as far north as uh, Michigan, we get Canada, a lot from Chicago. So hopefully that they're stopping in other counties and buying gas or having a lunch yeah. or maybe get off the interstate for a few minutes to catch a glimpse of a waterfall you know, on their way to or from the Smoky Mountains. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we like to say that we're not only supporting Gatlinburg and Sevier County, but we're also helping to support other counties in the state. I love it. Well, on a parting note, because again, I want to be careful of everybody's time, yes. but I want you guys to give some advice to people or give some direction. Folks that are wondering, how do I tell my story? How do we tell our story? And what do you focus on to make those stories real for people? You know what I think resonates now is what's real. Uh, I think there's so many times now in advertising that take a lot of TV ads where, or even radio ads where literally it's a 30-second ad and you need 10 of that 30 seconds to just tell them real quickly why what you just said in the half of it couldn't possibly be true. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, I always say there's no truth in advertising, but I think people, they want to hear what resonates to them. They want an experience that resonates to them yeah. and they want what's real. And I think that's probably the best storytelling and the best advertising you can do is just be real in what you have and be proud out of it and and put it out there the best that you can I mean, that that really is probably the best advice you could especially this day and age when everything is so consumable with social media and yeah. and everything that you can get your hands on so very quickly if you're not authentic you can see through it very quickly <laughs> yeah. everybody so, these days is a good bs meter that is that, very yeah, true really really do. off the chart yeah, yeah. well thank you so much for your thank time you. guys this is the story of authentic stories. I love it. Right? <laughs> um, and I love it. Thank you so much. And this has been Chad and Mark from Gatlinburg. Wait, we have a question for you, though. Oh, what do we got? How many black bears are actually in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Uh -oh. Estimated. <laughs> you have stumped. 47. Yeah, 452. <laughs> like, I'll keep guessing. So, you just have to tell me. So that's actually what Gatlinburg is known for. But there's a close to 2,000 black bears estimated in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So it's 2, the largest conglomeration of black bears in the world. Wow. So That is incredible. Gatlinburg, come visit. Bring your family. This is Best Behavior Creative Club.